0: Sanguine. Yeah, we are a community of faith that are optimistic. We are discovering the mystery and intrigue of a walk of faith. So welcome. So excited you're here today. Hey, you awesome bunch of misfits. Oh, yeah, you guys are my favorite. Those of you that listen, (laughs) the audience is is growing and the input is so fantastic. Those of you that correspond with me, I love it. And I, I love seeing like those of you that are joining us because you are the game changers. And I know as you're listening, it's because you don't necessarily fit into that traditional mold you are not in a bad way in a great way you're a misfit you don't fit into just the normal you are unique and created awesome and as you like join and listen and it just excites me because you are the ones that make a difference you are the ones you are the change agents and so often we fight against the normal and not in a bad way but it sucks us in and comfort sucks us in and that desire to just be comfortable but yet there's something in the heart of a misfit that burns for the more, the meaning. And so welcome, (laughs) you guys, you are my tribe. And uh, I, I am so grateful that you are out there. And I'm so grateful for the local people that are just on a very deep personal level. You guys impact my life so profoundly. And those of you that listen to the podcast, thank you so much and thanks for your input into my life and I just thoroughly enjoy it. You kids out there that happen to be listening, I so value you guys. You are some of the funnest people that I hang around with. Now I love everybody, but the life and energy and perspective of kids and young people and I don't mean that demeaning at all because you guys have my utmost respect. I so enjoy you and I so enjoy your input and I so enjoy you that led me into your world and interact with you. Such a blessing. So all of you, welcome. And uh some fun news, although I don't know how much time I'm going to have to do this, but I am just trying to set up a website that is going to be called sanguinefaith.com and uh, trying to get it uh, be a place where those of us that can interact. And it is a .com website, but I'm not necessarily going to sell stuff because this podcast is out of the passion of my heart and i never wanted to be a place to make money but i would love a format where we can interact more and that we can catch each other's heart more and so that's my desire as i'm setting up this website and uh you know on the search engines and stuff the dot coms come up better and honestly you know i've heard somebody talk about in the future how you know churches need to get used to that this handicap of a nonprofit status may not be around and truth being told we serve and we are part of a family because when you're part of a family you serve so that's not a bad thing like in my family as a head of the family i am a servant and i serve and lead at the same time so not a derogatory comment so those of you that are out there it's like i don't want to serve <laughs> we serve the awesome god we are part of his ha- family we are grafted in to his family Family, he owns everything. And those of you that are struggling, I just encourage you to go to him and work through those issues. Okay. And uh, maybe in a future podcast, we'll talk about that. But there are promises of God that you can leverage. And you're just like, I'm already sidetracking myself for what I want to talk about today, but I'm just going to go there for a second. There are the promises of God that are in scripture about his provision and care. And God's heart is desires, and he put those there for you to repeat to him and leverage and say hey god you said this here this says, ask anything in my name and you shall receive it he put those things there one that you gain understanding of his character But that he wants you to grab hold of those promises that he put there for you to hold him to it. And you're like, that's crazy. Well, some of you have never experienced what a healthy whole family is. But in a healthy whole family, fathers love when their kids repeat words like that, that they have promised them and say, dad, you said this. And, you know, there's a big smile on my face as my kids do that. I'm like, I sure did. And yes, you are right. And so some of this is for us. some of us that have grown up in dysfunctional families, which I guess probably is most of us. Right. Yeah. Because humans aren't perfect. And yeah, most of us have grown up with some form of dysfunction. Well, with God, he doesn't have that. So it's not that God has to change it's that we have to renegotiate and change our position with him and not even negotiate. It's about our perspective and perception. And so it is coming to him. And so, yep, Tom got on a huge sidetrack about nonprofits. I just believe that God has all the resources and that we don't necessarily need that because God has what we need. And my desire is just to put a place together where we can come together. And maybe you got some of you out there have some ideas of some cool things because we've talked about. Well, I should say I've talked about it. And it's been my soapbox about the church, which is you and you and me and you and me and you. It's not a building. It's not a place. And the personal responsibility lies with us. Because remember, there's one church with one head. And that church is us. And that head is Christ. And that's it. And the places that you go and gather, those are buildings and places that hold the church. But you are the church. And you are the game changers and the ones that make the difference. And so maybe some of us misfits come together with some ideas to make some differences so anyway the whole thing about the website and stuff is just to open up more realms of interaction and some ideas and maybe some pathways to really make some difference and impact that you guys are already doing but as misfits we can kind of gather together and it's like the x-men the weirdos of the christian faith anyway (laughs) Uh, i am a weirdo yeah i'm kind of this uh Tan fat guy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, am I? Maybe I am. I, if I am, I'm all right with that. Anyway, what I want to talk about today is we talked about the church and how Jesus established it at the very gates of hell, and even the connotation is that the gates of hell better watch out. That kind of church and that kind of power got me to thinking and some scriptures came together and you guys have to know that I'm so surprised that I have excitement and passion because I've recorded this podcast twice and it didn't work out because the computer glitched out and it did this thing where I'm off sync and so I'm standing like eh, 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 and uh it was so discouraging. But I'm so excited because as I was thinking about that and where Jesus established the church I thought of three scriptures. And again, you know and I, I think I related this to you guys but I'm just gonna say it forthright and outright that, uh, you know, you've been in church and you hear the sermon and you can't remember it and that our teaching style in the church and generally is hundred percent ineffective. And so I'm adopting this a little bit and I'm even adopting it with myself is that I'm not necessarily going to give you the scriptures and the places I want to poke and prod you and give you enough that you go find it for yourself because then it's yours and you get to hang on to it and claim it. And that uh, you did the work and you got it. So here, I just want to be inspiration to you. And if I get you a little mad and upset and I get you to go out there and get it for yourself, then that's great. Because I don't necessarily, my desire is not to be some grand preacher. And I honestly, I have to tell you that it kind of makes me sick when I see these preachers elevated. And there's like these memes on Facebook and they're like, have all this cool background and it's them. And people are like, you're amazing. What I want you guys to do is after you listen to me, you're like, God's amazing and the church that he created is amazing and I'm part of that and this whole thing is amazing. I want to be an effective enabler in your walk of faith. That is what I want to be. I just want to know when I end my life that I helped you get and experience the fullest life possible. Life is hard and it's full of a lot of pain. And this walk of faith can be so incredible and adventurous and that's that is in a nutshell that's the legacy that's my desire do I have fun doing this I absolutely do and I absolutely love it and I absolutely love the friends and people I meet it so fills my cup and for being an introvert and those of you it's like time you're not I absolutely am but I've learned the tremendous value of people like you and you and those of you that go outside and you fall outside of the normal realm. You are the misfits. You are my friends. And I'm going on and on. Let me. (laughs) Hey, this is a commercial because Thomas Bored and wants more creative outlet. And so, since the Sanguine podcast doesn't necessarily advertise anything or it w- will it ever advertising? I'm just going to make up these funny little interludes. And so, this one is avoid bad religion and controlling people. Faith should be fine. And if you feel controlled or manipulated or used, it's not right. So, avoid bad religion. And be a part of sanguine why because it's no obligation you listen to a podcast that's encouraging you in a walk of faith and prodding you to do your own research so that sounds good right and plus i always want more friends now we return you to tom and hopefully he's got some enthusiasm today get to my point but (laughs) our points i'm thinking of three specific scriptures as jesus like says you know uh upon this rock and he's talking about caesarea philippi where literally that was the known world believed like the gates of hell and there was actually people throwing babies to try to get favor with the pagan gods and stuff sacrificing their children they died there This place, Jesus is like, this is where I'm building my church. Okay, those people, those Christ ones, those people, which are you and me, the call is high and the challenge is high. I'm going to say I love the scripture that talks about, you know, the gate is narrow. You know, this is open to everyone, but it is a challenge and it is, but it is worth it. So the three scriptures, and I'm not going to tell you where they are, but you can easily find them on Google or something else. And I'll I'll just tell you guys, I don't use Google anymore because they scan every single thing you do. And I'm not necessarily a fan. And so I switched to a, uh, a a search engine. Well, no, it's a browser called Brave and then a search engine called Swiss Cow, which is way more private and don't track you. But total side note there. But if you're interested in that kind of stuff, yeah, give it a try. Not that they're always going to be that way, but at the moment, they're pretty good. So I'm thinking of three scriptures. I'm talking about Jesus when he talked to the disciples and, uh, talking to the disciples and those people that are anyway, where Jesus is talking to his disciples and he's like, you will do even greater things than me. Such an absolutely outrageous statement, but his expectation of those that came after him. And there are a group of people that say that's just for the disciples. I could go on to a long monologue of why that isn't true. Um, from my perspective but you can believe what you want but i definitely believe that jesus was more than just interested in impacting that generation but that he was interested in impacting for generations and generations and i believe that statement is as true today as it was when it was spoken way back then and let's just be honest that is absolutely outrageous because you know it talks about that, you know, the works of Jesus could not be contained and is not contained in the books that are written. And there's so much more. And we looked at, you know, the days and hours that he lived. And yet the scriptures record just a sampling of the miracles. And then he says, you shall do even more than this. And then I look at the scripture that talks about, you know, you should speak. This is in the New Testament as speaking the very words of God. Okay, let's think about this. What are the words that God speaks? All right, let's go to Genesis. What are the words that God speaks? And as he speaks, what happens? As God speaks, he establishes things. And when we look at the creation account, that things come into existence through words. And so when God speaks, he establishes things. Now, sometimes that is actual physical things. Sometimes it's justice and declarations okay when God speaks and his words and the scriptures tell us to speak as though we are speaking the very words of God now remember we are created in his his image and so we are designed and created to be ones that speak and establish things of life life wholeness and wellness and so let's think of the context here because we still got one more scripture but let's go back uh, that the church us that Jesus established it at Caesarea Philippi, that literally to the known world there, believed that that was the gates of hell, pagan worship, that Jesus, he's saying, you are going to do even greater works than me and that we're called to speak the very words of God. And so at the place of hell, now granted, Jesus didn't say these other two scriptures at this place, but it is the context of what he said. And these things came together as I was thinking about that, but I just want to be straightforward and clear. And so you need to go find those scriptures for yourself and look at those and reference where they're at. I I feel that I'm being fair to the context, but you need to go do that. okay? and uh, so saying here, establishing the church that you're going to do greater things than me. You speak the very words of God. You establish life in places of death and hopelessness and blindness and deception. Wow. I mean, this got to me. I was just sitting there and this kind of hit me like as a wave. And I'm like, I need to pass this on to the other misfits because this, I mean, we are talking Navy SEAL Christian material here. This is powerful. And this is for those that desire to make a difference. You're not just in this faith walk to save your, your behind from hell. You're in this because you want an adventure and you're just like, you want to make a difference. Yeah, that's what the Christian faith walk. And that's what this thing with the big HS and Jesus Christ and the awesome God, the father, the daddy father is about, it is about this grand adventure. It not is, it isn't about this like, oh, I got my ticket into heaven. If, If that's your view, I just invite you that you literally haven't even scratched the surface of what this faith adventure mystery and intrigue is about. And so, what is the last scripture? Well, again, you can look it up, find it in the New Testament. But without faith, it is impossible to please God. That faith, what is faith? Faith is that that which is unseen. It's like, God, you can't see him, but you have faith and you have experience that know that it's true. And so, as you are gonna do greater works than Jesus, And you know that you have to have faith to please God and you want to please God because you have gratitude for what he's done for you, for what Jesus has done. And as the Holy Spirit, it's just that ever-present help all the time for us, helping us along. And the big daddy God is just pouring out his love on us that we want to please him. I do, out of gratitude, not out of duty. I want to please him. But that faith is so important because as you speak the very words of God, Those are words that things that are gonna be established and they have to have faith behind them. Faith is like the thing that lays these words that come out of, let's say, they basically, you're establishing things. These words are like things that come out of the air that you breathe in and is mixed with your physiology and comes out your throat and through your voice box. And that mixed with faith, they begin to be established in reality. And so this goes back again to our imagination. And as this is partnered with a walk of faith, you guys, this is powerful. And this is like volatile in an incredibly good sense that a faith filled imagination begins to establish thoughts that come out in words a people that are speaking the very words of God that have been activated by the Holy Spirit through the imagination and the desire of the individual to please God and the belief in the scripture where Jesus says that you will do even greater things than these. Can you see where I'm going here? There is power here. And this is not escape by, get into heaven free, get out of hell like Monopoly card, you know, get out of jail free card. This is an adventure and a training, okay, you don't get here overnight, okay? These three scriptures that I'm talking about are rooted in absolute discipline of belief, meditation, focusing on the Word of God, getting to know the character of God, practicing this through belief and prayer and just training your tongue to speak as God speaks and to adopt his character by getting to know him through prayer and reading his word. So you are having the stuff activated in your spirit filled, activated imagination that translate into thoughts that begin to be spoken into words that are backed by faith, that begin to establish things in the reality that we're living in and even shaping the reality that we're living in because you are listening to the Holy Spirit and Jesus and the father and, <laughs> <laughs> Don't you want to be a part of this? Right? It's like, this is the cool stuff. This is the stuff that you want to be a part of. This is the stuff that I want to be a part of. And I know that there is a season where that scripture that Jesus talks about, and you're finding that, or you've already found out where it is, where he says, you shall do greater things than me. And that is going to begin to happen as the church leaves the buildings and goes out, takes individual and personal responsibility and looks at the scripture, implements it into their life, takes it out of the religious box that it has been put into because it's safe you know those christians those christ ones out of caesarea philippi those can be you and me because we literally in society we are standing at the gates of hell and you that are alive today and in the season that we're at even those of you that are new and maybe still outside the faith and you can come in in a heartbeat and uh yeah i probably not going go to go through this podcast so go back and listen to some others if you're really interested and uh, Yeah, you're just like, you should just tell them. No, if they're really interested, they'll go find it for themselves because they're not wussies, right? You get to be a part of something so freaking awesome. Okay, this is way beyond Christianity that has been known. This is the future. (laughs) You're just like, Tom, how can you say that? I feel it. I'm not going to tell you that it's the end times. People have been saying that throughout the years. And quite frankly, it's just boring as all get out. And does it really matter? Because as long as the adventure is great and the adventure is fun, that's what I'm into. How about you? Yeah, I think you guys are, and you gals are. Women, I'm just going to say <laughs> women of faith are just flat out amazing. Thank you for what you do. Thank you praying in silent for stubborn ignorant men thank you your reward is coming and yes you are part of that church at caesarea philippi don't ever disqualify yourself you know for jesus anyone anyone it is available okay i'm not saying it's easy it is so worth it and so <laughs> you guys you can tell i'm amped up about this I just feel, even though it has been a real challenge laying down podcasts lately, I have lost hours of content, like good content, to things that just didn't malfunction for a reason. And let me just tell you what I've learned as I got, as I've been getting older. And am I, I am immune to the discouragement of that? Absolutely not. But what I've learned is that when that happens, I need to regroup and do it even more because there's a reason why this is being fl- forwarded. And so I just get even more excited. So those of you out there, yeah, look forward to the sanguinefaith.coms. I think it's going to be really fun. And uh, yeah, an opportunity for us to interact more. And just like a landing page, you know, where the website, you know, there's maybe some videos. It'd be fun. I mean, we would need videos of different people because, you know. This face is what what they say made for radio and podcasting. No, I'm actually a decent looking. I'm pretty good looking, especially when I'm not so chubby. But even as a chubby guy, yeah, yeah, not, not, <laughs> not bad. It's just like, please don't drive off the road. My friend Greg told me he almost drove off the road when I talked about myself being a, a, a fat tan guy. <laughs> it is true. I'm a fat tan guy and I am pretty strong. Anyway, I digress. So. Let, let me just pray for you. And, uh, I want you to have a great week, get excited about your faith. And, you know, if there are people on the edge, people that have been wounded by church, please pass this along, just throw it out there, send them a link, text, email, something just, uh, yeah, it, it'll be fun. Let them join us. And, uh, we'll just continue to work outside of what everybody else is doing and follow the Holy spirit and just, uh, make a difference. So Holy Spirit, just thanks for leading and guiding us. Just thanks for your faithfulness. Jesus, just thanks that you, yeah, you go the distance and you just are so awesome. And Father, for your love and your patience with us, thank you. Just bless my friends with abundance, with excitement, with an adventure, reignite their hearts of intrigue. And uh yeah, you guys have an absolutely blessed week. And again, remember, 406BigT at gmail.com. Yeah, I'd love to hear from you. And yeah, if you send me your picture, it's fun for me. And if you want to punish me, don't send it. No, I'm not going to lay that kind of guilt trip. I, It would be a blessing. And then you're just like, I don't like my picture. I do. Okay, so there.